Hey, this is the Voices in Japan podcast with Ben and Burke, and on this episode, we're joined by a special guest, Toshi. He's originally from Tokyo, but has also lived overseas in Canada, and he has now lived in Sapporo for a number of years. One of the big topics in the news these days is a struggle that people are having to find a life partner. Yes, believe it or not, the struggle is real, even in a country full of so many wonderful and beautiful people. And so there are a lot of matchmaking activities that are planned to help people get to know one another and eventually lead to a love connection, or at least marriage. Yeah, sometimes uh, the marriage may not involve love at all. We talk about some of these activities like gokon parties or omiyai parties or formal omiyai between families and get some insights from Toshi about how effective these activities actually are. Please continue putting the word out there about the podcast. Share us on your social media accounts if you enjoy the show. And of course, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks. Sapporo and the year is kind of starting to wind down and for people who have ever been in Japan before oh before we get into that uh, here tonight of course with co-host Ben hello everyone and uh, we've got a very special guest tonight we got uh, Toshi here (laughs) Toshi from Japan from Tokyo Tokyo I'm kind of tipsy right now (laughs) I think I think we might all be a little bit tipsy but yeah so he's from Tokyo and but now a resident of Sapporo. Yeah. I've been here for 14 years so far. 14 years yeah, in yeah. Sapporo? Mm-hmm. Longer than me. I've been here 12. I'm Hokkaidian now. Yeah, yeah. Hokkaidian. Sapporian. Are you, uh, are you happy here in Sapporo? Because I used to date this girl who worked at uh, Sapporo City Hall, mm-hmm. Shiakshu. And uh, she told me that, like, in Japan, every year they do a survey and they ask people in Japan, like, how happy are they, like, in their city, living in their city. And Sapporo is, like, almost always, like, at the top, top ranking. Wow. Some crazy statistic, like, 94, 96% of the people in Sapporo are, like, happy to live in Sapporo. It's, like, an amazing place satisfies everyone so are you pretty happy to be here yeah especially in the summertime really so you prefer the summer over the winter time because Hokkaido is known for their summer like the snowboarding the 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 powder snow winter did I say did I say summer summer? so yeah the winter (laughs) known for the winter the powder I've had a few beers as well but uh, in the summertime it's like here it's no humid not humid dry so here's like uh, pretty easy to live you know summers also has Beer garden? Do you like beer <laughs> garden, Toshi? <laughs> 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 best time of the year. Yeah, best time of the year, yeah. I remember I was talking to one of my students the other day, and you know how the, Oli- the marathon uh-huh. for the Olympics mm-hmm. is coming to Sapporo next year? Yeah, yeah. And it's going to be coming at the same time that the Sapporo Beer Garden's at. So I asked her, what do you think of this, the marathon coming to Sapporo? She says, I'm not happy about it because it's going to go into my beer garden time. Uh-huh. And she said, yeah, she pretty much said that for a lot of people that are from Sapporo, beer garden is a huge event for them. You know, And to have yep. that distraction, to have that taken away Definitely. is a really big deal. 
and a bunch of like uh, you know uni students like uh, you know there's a good uh, there's a lot of opportunity to make some like action ah because they're working part time yeah, at the yeah. beer garden yeah yeah but I heard about uh, the next beer garden will be council hall is it definitely going to be cancelled yeah I've heard rumors I've heard rumors that's hard uh, that's hard but the organization trying to open another place ah, I mean not like an odori Maybe some other place. Moving the beer garden? No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, beer garden needs to be an odori, man. Maybe Nakajima Park. <laughs> oh, probably a nicer scenery. Yeah. You know, there's there's the pond, there's the lake, but I don't think there's enough space. Yeah, I don't think it's big enough <laughs> yeah. for a beer garden. Is Nakajima Cohen big enough? Nakajima Cohen is the. Uh, Apart from Sapporo, our Odori Park, Mariyama Park, Nakajima Park is one of the biggest parks in Sapporo. But is it right big in enough? the center of town as well. Yeah. Is it but, big enough? But, uh, you know, that's uh, very accessible from, like, the uh, center of Sapporo. True, true. Yeah, yeah so. there's a main subway line that goes there, yeah. And this time of year, December, mid to late December, is the time for uh, Bonenkais. Mm-hmm. Bonenkai, yeah. Which is what, Toshi? What are Bonenkais? Bonenkai is the best reason to go out for the everyone, you know? Stressful, salary man or office workers, you know? Best excuse to go out with... Uh, Co-workers. Yeah, we're kind of having a bowling kind now in a way. Yeah, right we're in, now, we're in a pub, yeah. Yeah. In a pub drinking towards yeah. the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the, uh, celebrating good times. Yeah, yeah. the uh, I guess the Japanese the kanji for bowling kai is well three different kanji and it's like basically means to forget the year, right? Yep. Yep. So you go out to forget the year. <laughs> Bonenkai. Yeah, yeah. Literally. Forget about like a good thing or bad thing. So uh, forget about everything and. Enjoy the time. Do you have any Bonenkai's planned, Toshi? Me? Yeah. I'm self-employed. <laughs> <laughs> Just Bonenkai by yourself? Yeah, maybe. Every day uh, is Bonenkai. Yeah, every day is like, you know, Kanpai with a protein shake. <laughs> <laughs> we, had a, we had our Bonenkai for our company recently. That's pretty fun, man. There's different styles they do. Some people do it like at hotels uh, for like a big group. Some people do it at like uh, restaurants for a medium-sized group. Uh, this year, our company, instead of doing like everybody together, we're going to split up into groups. And so our group uh, did the Bonenkai at like uh, Izakaya with like uh, 20, 25 people. We played some games, and everybody, of course, uh, got drunk and uh, had a lot of good food, man. So it was a good time. Good time, right. for sure. And we've got another one coming up soon for the, uh, for the dojo. 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 Yeah, Lair. yeah. Dojo. Uh, yeah, Jiu-Jitsu, Bonenkai, which is uh, every year they have it at the same place. It's a really cool like little izakaya, and I think our sensei is friends with the owner or something because he wow. gets the whole place wow. just for us, and there's usually like 20 to 25 guys some there's a couple of girls that come you know there's a couple of girls that train our gym as well and they come along but that's always a good time you know um get to let loose and have a few beers and kind of get to know our our fellow juterios a bit better yeah that we don't get to normally see i mean the bonenkai is basically like it's an end of the year party because in japan obviously they don't have like a christmas party 
like I think right. overseas in America, right. like the company will have a Christmas party right. or something at the end of the year. Bonenkai, it's not just companies, but like friends will have Bonenkai organizations, just like our jujitsu gym will have Bonenkai and everything. So. It's Bonenkai season right now. It's a good time. It's a good time. I figured today. One thing that uh, might be interesting to talk about since we've got uh, Toshi here, Japanese guest, is uh, something I saw in the news recently talking about uh, population problems in Japan, marriage problems, childbirth problems, and uh, talking about some of the reasons why、uh, people don't get married in Japan. And as part of that, they're saying that one of the main reasons is that.、Uh, Some in, in Japanese culture,、uh, whereas overseas culture, people will try to become independent, leave home as soon as possible, maybe 18 years old or something. In Japan,、uh, the children will stay with the parents until they actually get married sometimes. Is that pretty common, Toshi? Like people will live with their parents for a long time? Did you live with your parents after 18? Or it sounds like you, you、yeah. kind of moved <laughs>、yeah. out pretty quickly, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, How was it for you? You know, I was like immature that moment. <laughs> really immature, huh? Yeah. My father has his own company, and you know, mom, you know, doing a bookkeeping or whatever, and working at some company. So I was parasite, you know? Parasite. They call,、uh, they call them parasite singles. These are children that kind of live with their parents, but some of them aren't working. Uh, or they're not like、uh, regular jobs, so it's kind of a pretty mean word, but in Japan they call them parasite singles because they're basically like kind of living off their parents' income, but maybe not working themselves or something. So, so you're saying, Sasha, you were a parasite when you were younger? Yeah, I was. <laughs> More than parasite. <laughs> but it's pretty common, right? A lot of people in Japan kind of? Yeah. Is, it, is、so. there a reason for that? Like, did they not want to move out or something? Or is it because of、uh, money?、Uh, yeah. It, issues? You know, in Tokyo, it's like, you know, the, the rent rate is like pretty high. Kind of hard to rent a place by themselves. One studio room costs 80,000 yen per month. Like without, like a power bill. $800 or something. Yeah, and a real small room. Yeah, and their salary is less than $200,000 yen. Then take home money, Tadori, is like even less than that, right? Yeah. And then you've got to pay like $800 for rent.、Mm-hmm. So, so, what would you do if you had, say, a girlfriend? Would you bring her home and, you know. Um, I was luckily like you know my parents had another house, a couple blocks away from my ha-、uh, my parents' house. So I was living there when I was in uni. So you basically had your own place. You weren't really living with your parents. Yeah, I was living with my parents, but like you had your own private. Yeah, yeah. I was doing a party all the time with my friends. <laughs> Real parasite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See my T-shirts right now. Proud to, to be, be a problem. problem. <laughs> so part of Japanese culture is like you know the kids can continue to live with their parents. It's pretty common. It's pretty regular. But because of this, maybe some of them aren't getting married very quickly as well. So they'll start to go to these 
there's a lot of different ways that obviously they're trying to encourage people to get married in Japan these days. And uh, this article that I was reading on the Japan Times, it was talking about these parasite singles. It was talking about them going to kind of like、uh, events where they could be introduced to possible or potential partners,、mm-hmm. right? Ben, did you have you heard about this before? These events what, they go to. What are、to? they called? Is there a special name for them? Like like omi? Uh, I think a little bit different than omi. I think omi is kind of arranged marriage between like families, so they'll kind of exchange. How does omi work? We should maybe ask、uh, Toshi's. But they kind of <laughs> exchange like、uh, personal documents, information about the people or something.、Right? Omi is like、uh, they're showing their good points. Yeah, good points. Their hobbies or their like interests. They're showing their income. Yeah, you know it's, it's basically like, C, basically yeah. like CV. Yeah, CV. Some, yeah. yeah, resume. Yeah. Have, have you ever been involved in an omiyai toshi before?、Uh, I have never done that. That got proper omiyai, but、uh, I went to some like、uh, omiyai party things when I was a salaryman in Sapporo. I was an omiyai party. Omiyai party is like you know, it's like random persons like get together. At some like a office building, like fifteen each, like a ladies and guys, and, and just like a chatting, like、uh, five minutes each. Then after that, like just write number on the paper. If we match together, like you know, we can get phone number or details. So it's kind of like speed speed dating. Yeah, it's kind of like that. You know. Yeah. So I think there's like maybe two different versions. It's kind of like speed dating, where they go to the events and, as you say, kind of play musical chairs and switch、yeah. seats after a certain amount of time of talking. And then there's a very very formal omiyai where like the families will just exchange documents and they'll review the documents and decide if it's if it's okay or not. What was your experience like, Toshi, going to that omiyai? Yeah,、party? at that event. Yeah. That was waste my money. <laughs> how, oh, how much? Not time. How much does it cost? It's like a three thousand yen. Oh, really? For hour and a half. And you didn't meet anyone you liked out of all the people there. I can get any phone numbers. I don't care. <laughs> What?、Uh, That was the experience, you know. How many? How many men were there, and how many women were there at this、uh, omiyai event? Yeah. That one was like a fifteen and fifteen. Sometimes a ten to ten depends on the weekday, like a Thursday night or whatever.、And、you didn't meet out of fifteen women. There was not one that you were interested in or got your fancy. After the like you know five minutes each chit chat, we just write some number on a small paper. If we matched like numbers each other, like we can. Get a phone number, or you can get email Adi. So everyone writes kind of the number of the person they're interested in, and if the n- same person writes your number and you write their number, then you can kind of like match up. Okay. So now another really common way is、uh, Golcon. So all right, Golcons. Golcon, which is similar to that. I guess, but it's more like it's organised between friends, and there's usually what like a group of what eight eight people, four four women, four guys. Well, there's usually like a, a there's usually like one man that's like the representative for the men, 
And there's one woman who's like representative for the woman, right? Yeah. And they organize their groups, mm-hmm. their respective groups. And is that still a common way to meet someone in Japan, Gokons? Yeah, like back in the day when I was a uni student, like we did uh, Gokon a lot. And, you know, sometimes, like, I organized one Gokon. I just brought uh, four girls. I had a bunch of good friends down uh, at that time. So I was like, I invited 15 guys. So 15 to four. <laughs> so it was like, kind of like a big pressure for the girls, right? Uh, sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. But we enjoyed like, a conversation with the guy each other you know what I mean like because we are good friends it's it's fun it's fun it was fun like you know some guy like got a phone number from one of the four girls then you know they are dating so it was a good opportunity Ben have you ever been on Gokon I've been to probably about three Gokons in uh, in Japan since I've been here um what two of them I was invited to? Yeah, the first two I went to were not very good. Like the girls, yeah, it's kind of weird because it's very formal at the beginning because no one really knows each other, yeah. you know. So it's like an interview process. It's always like, what do you do? How much money do you make? What are your hobbies? But pretty much straight away, usually the girls have decided whether they're interested or not and once they have decided the the mood changes so the ones that i went to the girls had pretty much decided in the first five minutes that they weren't interested in any of the guys there and so they were very cold you know it wasn't that fun and then i was like okay well these girls aren't trying and i want to have a good time so i just proceeded to just get really drunk and try to have a good time and was joking with like my friends because usually the guys are your friends and you don't know the girls and I'm trying to get the girls involved but they're being very reserved they wouldn't let loose and then uh, yeah and it wasn't it was fun with the guys but it wasn't fun with the girls so, so none of them were successful no but then I went to one that I organized with my friend my female friend so I got her to choose her friends and I chose my friends and that ended up being really fun because because I knew her and she knew me, so she knew what kind of girls to invite. I knew what kind of guys to invite, and I ended up actually out of out of the four girls there, I ended up going on a date with all with three of them. So yeah, afterwards, none of them ended up being a girlfriend or anything, but I ended up having a follow up date, which is I guess a success in terms of Golcon standards. Yeah, I think that's a problem. Like if you approach it, I've been a few too, or back in the day before I was married, obviously. But uh, I think if people approach it too seriously, like uh, oh, I've got to find somebody to marry. Then the whole like evening just kind of gets ruined, you know, like because if something doesn't work out well, but people should just go out, should attend it like as a group group date or something, have dinner first, and then like afterwards go to karaoke or go to the second bar or something. Yeah, and just try and have a good time. Yeah, I at think. least just try to have a good time, man. Like people are trying to put too much pressure on a situation and like trying to find somebody to marry like right away, right? Like recently, it sounds like it's become like so much pressure that even like some parents will go to these omiyai meetups in place of their children because their children are so 
like busy or because they're shy or something but uh, I mean what is the uh, most successful way for people to try to meet each other is it like a gokun or omiyai or should they rely on like uh, well first of all first of all let's back up a little bit like why, why do you think some people are having a trouble finding a marriage partner in Japan um Job problems, income problems. Yeah, yeah, everything. It's because of everything, you know. So if some girls looking for the you know future husband, they uh, worry about their income. How about in overseas? They don't care. Like when they're gonna meet someone right. to hanging out or getting like closer and being a boyfriend and girlfriend thing, they never think like. It's their income each other but here is like oh even if they're gonna try to find a girlfriend or boyfriend they're thinking about their current income or their background so that's like the most important yeah you know what I'm saying so it can be different things like the income and stuff and that's kind of a problem in Japan too because they say like uh, the incomes of the salaryman are a little bit Lower than what they would be from overseas, so it's difficult yeah. for people to, yeah. women to find that. Yeah. So we we even care about uh, blood types. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, we we actually had an episode about blood types. Oh, so right. if uh, listeners interested, yeah, uh, check out that episode. So what, yeah. what happens? Like people right away at the very beginning ask about blood type or something? Uh, not always, but you know, sometimes. Like, does, you know, does that matter to you? No. Do you believe in blood type? No, I don't think so. What do the girls want? <laughs> yeah, usually, what what is the most popular, most desirable blood type? Which one do they want the most? I don't know, man. Like, uh, my blood type is AB. It's rare. Yeah, it's rare. rare. Like a blood type. So some girls saying, oh, AB, they're two-faced. Oh, really? Oh, Yo, man. Like, you know, oh, they judge you like, straight away. We, we met like, you know, five minutes ago. <laughs> how, how do you know about that? <laughs> you know what I mean? I was so surprised when I was in Canada. Like, uh, my uh, Lumi, Lumega girl, she's a Canadian girl, white Canadian girl, and she showed up with his current boyfriend that moment. Then I asked them, like, you guys know that ages each other? They're like, oh, we don't know. I was like, ages of each other? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so we got, we got Gokon. What, what are other ways to meet people in Japan? What's a common way? Like, maybe from before? What about when you were younger, Toshi? Like, in your younger days, how did you meet uh, potential partners? Now, we didn't have any cell phone. We just go to nightclub and to meet some girls, or we go to some like a Shibuya Shinjuku. And uh, how, how about like um, circles, like clubs? Uh, you know, same same school, and uh, we doing the same thing. Of course, like you know, you know, we like shagging sometimes, right? <laughs> So that's yeah. a good way to meet people. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's, that's kind of like the old-fashioned way. Right? right? Yeah. You know? Have you ever, like, met anyone online? I did. I did. A lot. Japanese? <laughs> Japanese yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how did you do that? 
it's nothing but a blind date, you know? They never see me in my face, you know, I never see their face, you know, and we meet up at the somewhere like a train station or, and go to Izakaya. Sometimes I really want to go home right away, you know, but uh, we didn't have, right, uh, we, we had a cell phone that moment, so we could get a uh, uh, phone number, each other. Yeah. It wasn't like um, dating websites, no, like, uh, have you heard of Match.com, which is pretty big around the world? It's where, like, people upload profiles. I, I'm not sure if it's very At big now. At that moment? Yeah, like, when I, was, when I was living in England, so, like, in my 20s, early 20s, Match.com was pretty big to meet really? people online. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think these days it's, like, Tinder... Do you know Tinder? Tinder yeah, 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 yeah. So Tinder is not big in Japan at all, right? Like, I know oh, in Sapporo, I've it's heard of it. dead. Oh, yeah, really? I know, yeah, but I don't know anyone that uses it in Japan. Uh, actually, I don't know, but I, I heard, I've heard some people are using it. I don't know if you're using it in Sapporo or not, but I was surprised to hear that some people were actually using it. So, Toshi, for, for you, are you being active in trying to meet someone, trying to find a, a partner? How are you doing Nampa? You? <laughs> <laughs> you going out? Yeah, you're trying to meet people. I mean, I think it's a bit harder in Sapporo, it seems like. Really? Yeah, compared to Tokyo, for example. Uh, yeah, because there's a lot more places to go in, in Tokyo, you know, clubs. Um, yeah, I don't know what what can what can people do. I, I never Japanese think people. like you know the Hokkaido is harder than Tokyo. It's all about timing, right? I'm not like aggressive like when I was 20s. By now, it's like I'm doing my job seven days a week. Sometimes go out drinking, having a good time. Let's say you wanted to be, what would you do? What do you mean? Like, what, what's the what's the best way to yeah. go out? Like, yeah. Gokon or Omiyai uh, or, or just straight up Nampa, Nampa uh, at the club, flirting at the club? Or? Keep spending money, money to Saturday. <laughs> at the night. <laughs> because I, I'd, I've, there's one thing that's kind of common in Japan, I think. Uh, Aisekiyas. Aisekiyas. Oh. Aisekiya. What is that, what is that, Toshi? What is Aisekiya? I, I went there a couple of times. Oh, really? Aisekiya. This year, with my friend. Oh, really? This year? Aisekiya is like, girls are always uh, eating and drinking there for free. So if guys going to go there, and the staff is going to find uh, the table, like how many girls are sitting or how many... Like some couple guys show up at the Aiseki Izakaya, the staff is gonna introduce them to some table, which is two girls sitting and drinking and eating for free. Then guys show up and start drinking with them. But guys pay everything. Guys pay for everything. Maybe like a double price as like an Izakaya price. And how, how was your experience so far? It was like uh, wasting my time and money. Oh, really? Our money. Oh, really? The, the girls were yeah, girls just going there for free food and free booze. So you mean they're not really looking for someone? I don't think so. But all the guys like going out and on a weekend and weekday or whatever, when they get drunk, you know, 
their get expectation to get some fantasy. <laughs> the fantasies. Do the uh, is the uh, Isekia place? It's like it's a decided place, or like a certain restaurant will have I- Isekia. Is it? Yeah, you know, some place, some Isekia looks like a Izakaya place, mm. and some place is like a super fancy lounge place. Okay. Is, there, is there a lot of them around? Because uh, I don't think, think I've ever seen one before. I think maybe like six, seven Isekia Izakaya around this is, you know. So you don't recommend these Isekias? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> So what would you recommend out of like Aisekia, Gokon, Omiyai, or just going to the bar and like trying to chat up a girl and do a nampa? Or online. Of, or online. Online. Out of those five, yeah. What would you recommend? Just wait for the summertime and go to a beer garden. <laughs> beer garden it is, man. Beer garden is a magical place. And uh, get a big keg. And you know, give a jug of beer for the girls. I tell you what, what has been quite successful for me in the past is going to uh, international parties uh-huh. for foreigners, especially because a lot of Japanese girls go there to meet foreigners and practice English, and foreign guys go there to meet Japanese girls. So they're almost going for the same reason, they've got a mutual understanding. And there's not going to be many Japanese guys that go there. And the Japanese that Japanese guys that do go there, they don't really have a chance with the Japanese girls because that's what not, not the Japanese girls are there for. So I've had, I've been quite successful at international pies. Yeah, they're kind of like a mutated form of like omiyai events, but for foreigners. Plus, they're not as formal, but just like you said, like. I mean, not everybody who goes there is like looking for love, but some people are just there to like practice their English or possibly meet somebody to uh, do a language exchange with. But I mean, it's a Saturday night party at a club event, so obviously a lot of people that are going there just to go out that night and trying to meet people. So I think I remember we've been to a few of those together, and uh, <laughs> it's been a good time. We had a phase. <laughs> We went through a phase for sure, for sure, yeah. But I, I, for, for me, I feel like it seems to be a bit easier for foreigners to meet someone compared to Japanese people. From, what I, from the Japanese people I spoke to, it seems like they, they have a hard time finding a partner. Like it's either through work or circles or like a club activity, you know, in high school, university groups. <laughs> I don't know. Is, is that is that true, Toshi? Am I am I right in that assumption? Man, you, you know a lot of foreigners, right? And like yeah. for foreigners, we can kind of just like be very open. Yeah. Maybe like talk yeah. to girls yeah. and like Japanese people. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it's a very formal. Yeah. Or else sometimes they gotta be shy. I can't. Like, is it easier? Do you think for foreign? I mean, you know a lot of foreign guys. Do you think it's easier for them to kind of approach girls and talk to them? I think so. Yeah. When I was in Canada, like I was like, like kind of easy to approach the local girls, you know. Why? Why was that? Because like, uh, yeah, we from like I'm like oh, I'm from Tokyo. They're like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm like, Tokyo. I just come down here from west side of Tokyo. Like the same reason. 
in here, you know. Right, because you're, you're kind of different. You stand out. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, that makes sense. You know? These were, uh, these were ca- Canadian girls or these were Japanese girls? Mm, Canadian girls. Canadian girls, yeah. Mm. So yeah. would you say you being, as a Japanese person, being abroad yeah. was easier to meet someone than being in Japan trying to meet someone really I've heard and read that like for Japanese men oftentimes they're very shy or they're very nervous even for like men who are like salesmen and they can talk to customers very easily they can talk to people very easily but when they've got to approach a, a woman and try to talk to the woman all of a sudden it becomes very difficult. Why, why do you think it's difficult for Japanese men? Is it because they're nervous or is it because it's too formal? Like, what's the reason it's difficult? I don't know. For me, it's like, you know, I don't know, like people trying to be more formal, right? When they meet new people. In Japanese culture? Yeah. Trying to be more formal? Yeah. Like at the beginning? Yeah. Once I get, like, along with the... Uh, you know, each other, like, they're going to be more friendly, but overseas, it's, like, more friendly. Like, hey, how's it going? A bit more open. Yeah. Do they have to, in Japan, do they have to worry about, like, obviously when they're first meeting somebody, they've got to be very polite because maybe it's, like, a bad impression, but in, like, overseas, you can just be very, like, casual or yeah. something? Is that is that kind of how it is? Or in, in in Japan, if you when you're first meeting a girl, like, at a bar... Can you be very casual with her very easily, do you think? <laughs> For me, it's like, you know. Of course. Kinda, yeah, <laughs> of course. But, you know, some people can't do that, you know. Unless they've had a few drinks yeah, or something. Yeah. Well, they've got to be a bit, yeah. bit, bit more drunk. And Sounds a bunch, like of, bunch of Japanese people are jealous about it. Are they? Are they jealous of, like, Maybe. the foreign guys? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, when I was at the age, like, you know, before I couldn't speak any English like I was just about my friends you know really yeah because like he he graduated they graduated high school in the US in Europe and because their parents were working there for five six years and I was always seeing them or jealous because like they can speak English like fluently when they are 20 you know what I mean well, that's why, like, you know, I should go to overseas to learn English. Oh, really? Yeah. So that inspired you to learn English? Yeah. yeah. Inspired a lot from those people. Last thing a little bit, but if you had to guess, Japan in 20 years... Do you think there's going to be more people having children and babies and marriage? Or do, you think, <laughs> or do you think there's going to be like more open to immigration? Which one do you think is going to happen first? If we are more like open for immigration, it's going to be good. It's going to be all right. It's going to be good. It's going to yeah, be all right. But, you know... Our country is like a totally conservative country for the last 2,000 years or whatever. So, I don't think it's going to be happening for our country. So, it's a 
unfortunately not too uh, not too bright of a uh, outlook on the future all right well maybe last thing uh, Toshi uh, hey we've got you here it's a good opportunity to uh, learn a good Japanese phrase or word do you have any do you have any uh, interesting Japanese words or phrases you may want to uh, teach Ben and I that we could use and, and, and some of our listeners uh, anything is good man um どうにかなるさ。どうにかなるさ。どうにかなるさ。What does that mean? It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. So it's going to be all good. One more time. What was that? Say that again. どうにかなるよ。どうにかなるさ。どうにかなるさ。どうにかなるさ。It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. So this is kind of good, not just for visitors, but for people living here, everything. I'll keep telling myself, you know, don't you know? It's going to be all right. Then I did. That's kind of like a good life message or something. Don't you know? Thank nice. you, man. It's going to be all right. Yeah, man, that was good. That was good. All right, so I, I think we're going to wrap it up a little bit. Uh, I think the crowd around us is uh, growing a little bit. Hey, Toshi Man, I want to thank you for coming on and joining this episode. With uh, pleasure to be here, man. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Toshi. Yeah. had a really good time chatting with you again and uh, gave some good insights into yeah. the, the mind of a Japanese man, even though it's a bit, <laughs> bit more unique than the regular yeah. Japanese guy, I think. But uh, nonetheless, very interesting. For sure, man. And uh, thank you, everyone, for uh, tuning in. And uh, we'll see everyone again next time. Thanks. Peace. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year.